to be on your toes, Work. It's dork. We're going to have much more ears than usual. Much more! With our celebrity guest and all, it's my ticket out of this dump and a ride to an actual streaming platform. Limited series. But I, I think you might have misread. I think your brain is misread and rotten, Cork. It's dork. This guy we got on has real geek cred here. Geek cred! They'll tune in for his beardy-ass hippie self, but they'll stay for me. But it's not the real Alan Moore. It's just some guy. Zip it, stork. Besides, this is gonna help you. Once I move on to greener pastures, who do you think producers will look to to host the show? But Quiet! We're on. And it's dark! Greetings, kids of the universe! It is I, Captain Audio, with another spacefaring adventure from the public domain! You know, kids, with the advent of atomic power. Advent of atomic power? When was this thing written? <clears throat> 1952. That's why this thing smells of cobwebs and incel tears. <clears throat> With the advent of atomic power, man turns his gaze to the stars as he seeks to leave the Earth, ever turning his eyes to distant horizons. Man will explore the vast, remote distance between worlds. Spaceflight has become a reality. The final phase of my greatest experiment is finished, and Alan Moore is on his way to the moon. The last frontier of science has been conquered. Space! Whoa! That acceleration was terrific, but at least I'm out of the Earth's gravitational field. Kinda lonely out here. What? Another spaceship? It can't be possible. But it is. That crate's throwing a signal beam at me. I'm being drawn into its magnetic pull. No use. I can't break away. I'm wasting fuel. What's the big idea? Who are you? I am Jenna, Martian space pirate. You came along at the right moment. I was fleeing the Mars-Venus space patrol with my captives, Professor Fenrir and his daughter, Desois. But I ran out of fuel. Your little spaceship will feed my atomic engines nicely with its metal. Not well a fight though. Why you? Guards! Guards! 
Nobody's using my ship to feed the engines in this hay burner. Oh? You shall die for that. No one strikes Jenna tells about it. Especially in the gonads. You rat. Too bad I didn't kill you when I had the chance. And you two. Back to your cabins. He is to be thrown into space. Not a pleasant sight. Yes, Jenna. Come, Deswa. Your suit only has oxygen for two hours. But you will drift forever. Maybe so. Squirt? No one speaks to me like that. Cast him into outer space. Yes, master. What an horrible way to die. If only I could have gotten his neck. Maybe you should have done that instead of flexing your weak-ass comeback game. Meanwhile, in their cabin... Deswa, what are you doing? Janet doesn't know I have this magnetic beam light. If I can snare the Earthman, we may land in time to save him. Another beam? I've stopped drifting, and now they're towing me behind the ship. Something's fishy here. Nice landing, Gianna. With only so much oxygen left, I'll have to act fast. There. If he blasts off with his boulder in his tube, he'll blow up. I will leave you with the fools that inhabit this planet, which I intend to own. What? They're not wearing their helmets. Dare I risk it? Air? Air on the moon? Perhaps their bodies don't require the same as mine. Ah, no matter. I'll chance it. Without thought, Alan tackles the treacherous Janna. Why, you? Yes, me. Leave me drifting in space to die, will ya? Get him. Quickly. Ah! Oh. Oh, high one. Ruler of the Moon Men, I, Janna, your friend, bring you prisoners. Invaders! <laughs> Not again. We have no army left to fight. Uh, no, sire! I stopped the invasion. These prisoners are yours. Now I must go. Well done, friend. They will perish, as do all invaders. Janna lies, your majesty. And I can prove it with this thought, Steeler. You seek to trick me to save yourselves? No! Not us, sire. You! Let me project Jaina's thoughts so you may see them. Very well. But if you do not convince me, you will die, man. Look, your highness, and see the true thoughts of Janna. But... Janna is our friend. 
That cannot be. <gasps> what do you think now? Will you help bring Jenna to justice? I have been blind. Yes, I will summon my men at once. Um, why isn't the blonde and the sad old guy the hero? Alan's done nothing. Stick to the script, please. Sure. Then, outside... Look out! We're being attacked! Hit him like this! Uh, again? Really? Let the Outwilders fight! It is justice! Oh, I'll tear you to bits with my bare hands, you! But, with the moon's lesser gravity, Alan Moore is capable of massive leaps! You're gonna catch me first! <laughs> Will you show me how to navigate your ship to return to Earth? Yes. Yes, I'll do anything! Lock him in the cabin and stun guard. See that he does not try to escape. Well, Alan, you are free to gather scientific material for your triumphant return to Earth. But what about Father and me? Our home is on a distant planet. I'll take you back. But first, I want you to see the place I call home. Meanwhile, on Earth, Professor Mannheim has kept a lonely, unceasing vigil. What is that light flashing toward Earth? I've noticed it in the past two hours. Could it be? It's Alan. I know it, but I don't understand. He's in another ship? My boy, you made it! But this ship... I'll explain later, Professor. Let me smell that good earth air again. Hey. Can we come out? Hello? Hey. Boy, it's nice to be home. Ha 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 ha
ready for the next single stream of garbage, so let's just skip it this time, shall we? Your ears, they're so... You know what they say about big ears. Just keep yourselves out of trouble, and if you can find any of that funny green stuff in your parents' pants, send it to your old pal, the horror host. I got some back alimony to pay off. You did not just pull a soupy sales. So I did. They're too young to know who Soupy Sales is anyway. What are you gonna do, fire me? I'd like to see you try. What with that revised contract I had written up? It turns out I'm an excellent cook. I've got some tasty turkisor at home. <laughs> Jolt! Get back here! Get- Hello? You've been listening to The Time Has Come, adapted by Thomas DJ and performed by the Akadekaganagan Theatre Works. Produced by Thomas DJ, Chris Honeywell, and Nicole Tomty. Sound designed by Chris Honeywell. This audio play was based on the story with art by John Bulthouse and was featured in the SPM Publications comic Weird Tales of the Future No. 1 and is in the public domain. Chris Honeywell was horror host. Thomas DJ was dork. Nicole Tomty was producer and moon soldier. Luke Giaconetti was Professor Mannheim. Jim Moon was Alan Moore. Tim Price was Jana. David Ellis was High One. Eugene R. Hendricks was Fenrir. Casey Boudinot was Dassois. And Chris Tyler was Subpirate. If you enjoyed this story, it and many other comic books in the public domain are available at digitalcomicmuseum.com. Please visit and support them. Please contact us at 8twinfo at gmail.com and join the conversation in the 8TW Discord. You can find the invite at 8tw.blogspot.com. Thank you for listening, and good night. I'm so lonely.